Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Welcome, happy Sunday. My name is Matt Ham, and with me as always is my pen dropping sidekick, Kevin Adams. Kevin, happy Sunday, my friend. Well, uh, happy Sunday, and uh, it's a glorious Sunday. That it is. Lots to be thankful for and joyful about. Amen. Hallelujah. It is great to be back with you guys live here on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM for Wake Up Our Faith. We're here every Sunday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m., and uh, we we love being with you guys. We love being here at the at the studio. Uh, today's show is live. Uh, we, we had recorded a few of the, the shows previously, um, so it's great to be back on, on the air. Kevin here, Sundays, uh, fresh and feeling good. Yeah, man. <laughs> Matt's the Matt's the big talker. That's right, the big talker. It's funny. Keep when, the show going, man. When I'm, I, I'm just gonna say yes and no. <laughs> when I told when I told uh, some folks that I work with that say, you know, hey, we're on the big talker. They're like, that's fitting. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to take that. I don't know how to take that. But less what I will take it. I will take it. Hey, Kevin, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, one of our corporate sponsors of the show, Chris Hutchins with Guaranteed Rate. Uh, We're super thankful for Chris's partnership here uh, with Wake Up Our Faith. Chris Hutchins and his team represent uh, more than 20 years of experience in the mortgage field here in Wilmington, Uh, home loans, refinancing, home purchases. Uh, Chris is fantastic. Uh, I've been uh, I've known Chris for many years, and so just a huge thank you to Chris Hutchins and his team at Guaranteed Rate for uh, partnering up with the show and, and sponsoring us. Got a number, website. Yeah, absolutely. These guys are at 1123C, Military Cutoff. Uh, they're right in the parking lot of the Forum, um, kind of near the Dunkin' Donuts there. And a phone number, if folks are interested or want to inquire, is 910-344-0304. That's 910-344-0304. Again, Chris Hutchins and his team with Guaranteed Rate. Thank you guys for partnering with us. Um, so, Kevin, today's show, we're kicking off here uh, a fresh Sunday. And you know what? I wanted to ask you, um, I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite fruit? <laughs> blueberries. Blueberries. Okay, there you go. Blueberry. Fresh blueberries. Yeah, I like blueberries. What? What's your next question? <laughs> no, well, kid, what's your favorite fruit? Strawberries. All right. So we're berry guys. So, so no, today I was thinking about it. I was at the house. The boys had left with my parents. They're getting ready for the first day of school tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so they're getting their book bags packed and everything. But I was, I was cutting up a fresh strawberry. I was like, man, uh, there's something about like a fresh strawberry to me. It's just so good. You know, and yours would be blueberry. Um, I'm sure there are folks listening. There might be something else. I don't know what it would be. You need a little tiny knife to cut open a fresh blueberry. <laughs> you would not use a knife to cut. That would be kind of strange no. if you did. I like strawberries, too. But both of them. I use them both and a little kale and some juice every day. So, uh, yeah, I, I hear you. Strawberries are excellent, yeah. especially when they're dark and real ripe. Yeah. The thing The thing to me is I was thinking about this, though, as I was eating the strawberry. I was like, man, fruit is good. You know, it's it's so good. And if, if you've uh, just ever bitten into your favorite fresh fruit, it's just it's ripe and it's just got that sweet, that sugary kind of, you know, thing going on. Yeah. And, and it, was, it, it just hit me, you know, that the whole thing about as, as a Christian, as, as a believer, you know, Jesus talked about it. We're called to bear fruit. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of times we hear that, and say, oh, okay, bear fruit, you know, yeah, I know that. But what does that actually look like? And so today I had this picture mm-hmm. of each of us being kind of our own 
fruit, you know, mm-hmm. and go into that place. We talk about with our teaching, Kevin, is learning to feel the word, right? learning to picture it. And so mm-hmm. picture ourselves or yourself <clears throat> as a, a certain type of fruit. And, and what would that look like? And so just, to, just wanted to kind of dive into that. Hmm. Well, I think the big uh, maybe misconception is that we're supposed to produce fruit mm. or create it. And uh, if we're a branch on the tree, if we're grafted in, in other words, um, our job is to bear fruit. And, you know, it really lines up with other other scripture. Uh, we're, we're supposed to be vessels. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately, it's a conduit. And uh, in other words, something from heaven needs to pass through us into earth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, however you want to take that, can't really argue it uh, because... Uh, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. He's in the Father. Father's in Him. He's in us. We're in Him. And uh, it really works beautifully when we um, become a vessel and see ourselves as a vessel to carry out something here for Him. Mm. That's the the sonship process, um, you know. So so it's it's vital, and it taps into the whole idea of your gifts, your calling, uh, your purpose opportunity, where all these things intersect, you know, that's really uh, God's plan. Yeah. So so this idea of fruit, you know, and we have fruit and we become the conduit to become that expression, right? I, I want to bring that down into a, in, into a way that so so somebody can say, all right, well, if, if I'm a Christian and I'm meant to bear fruit, then what is my fruit? You know, like what type of fruit should I, should I be? You know, because if somebody is trying to be a blueberry, Per se, and they were created to be a strawberry. I, I think that, that to use this analogy and dive into it to get mm-hmm. folks to pause and say, "Okay, well, here's the deal. If I'm called to bear fruit, what does that look like?" And so, part of it, you print. You know, what we do as an organization is help people uncover their why. Mm-hmm. You know, help them kind of distinguish the type of fruit that they are. Right. And, and I had a talk with a gentleman the other day, and it was just profound to me because this is a guy who's a he's an entrepreneur, you know, successful business guy. Mm-hmm. And I think in the Christian worldview, he was feeling kind of burdened by the fact that like his fruit wasn't necessarily going on a missions trip to Africa somewhere mm-hmm. or something like that. And he was feeling burdened by the fact of the business entrepreneur kind of thing. And he's like, man, you know, and I told, I was like, man, that's your fruit, man. That's your, like, why that, I mean, why, why do, help me understand like what, what you're missing out on there. So mm-hmm. it was kind of an interesting conversation to kind of get into. Well, your, your spirit will always be quenched or it'll feel crushed. If you're mm-hmm. doing something that's outside of uh, what God has planned for you. And uh, I say that from experience, you know, I'm not some kind of theologian, um, but I've experienced God's ways uh, for years and years, and I uh, just got to know Him. I mean, yeah. it's that simple. Um, it's not hard to be a Christian. You may have difficult circumstances, but a lot of that's the sanctification process we talked about in First Peter 5, the suffering that's encountered by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. We are called to suffer, and uh, a lot of that is is <clears throat> it's pick up your cross or you can't even be my disciple I mean, all of that kind of language adds up together to help us. Um, you know, and I don't want to get get off off track here, but the you know the point is y- y- you you kind of get that that quenching feeling if if you start th- using your head. You know, this is we're talking about an unrenewed mind here. A renewed mind follows the spirit of God, and the and and that 
that sub- submits to the spirit inside of each of us, mm-hmm. or actually who we are, spirit man. Uh, so the mind follows that, a renewed mind. An unrenewed mind rebels against that. Mm-hmm. So you have this sort of thing where one says, I must do this, the duty of whatever. Yeah. And you follow that out. I'll give you, for instance, uh, I know that uh, back when there were a bunch of uh, storms, I don't know, a decade ago or something, mm-hmm. I had somebody saying, hey, we're, I was in Tennessee. So, you know, Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, we're getting hit by tornadoes uh, quite a bit more than you would think. And uh, so you know, people in these areas aren't typically geared for that. You know, it's not Texas or Oklahoma. So, uh, but I'd have a, a buddy say, "Hey, you know, let's get the chainsaws. Come on, I'm gonna, we're going to go help, and come on, I need you to help." And I'm like, "Nah, you know, it's just not in my heart." And, you know, well, what are you? Are you lazy? You know, come on, man, you got to help people. Mm. So, but that was his view, and, uh, and you know, is it any worse to to go encourage people, to call people, to pray with people? And so that's where you get the differences. Um, so one guy needs to go cut trees down and move stuff, and another guy needs to counsel and uh, uplift people emotionally. Um, but, boy, when you cross those over, yeah, you start quenching your spirit, and you get off track, and it, and it won't be successful ultimately. That, that's pretty profound. I think that in this one body, many parts, and kind of the church, we have to understand the gift sets are dynamic, and they're very different, but mm-hmm. for a purpose. There's many different types of fruit, and it all has to become you know, his expression so that the work of the kingdom is done. Because if everybody's being a strawberry and hammer and nails, there's nobody to encourage, there's nobody yeah. to teach. And so we have to step into that. And I think part of the process of spiritual maturation, part of the process of uncovering your why is tying it into that so that we can truly be God's expression for kingdom work. And that's where we're kind of taking this bridging the gap between Sundays, as we say at Uprint. You know, we got to live this out Monday to Saturday. It's not just about Sunday and teaching. It's about becoming that expression with our gifts. Yeah, yeah. How are we looking on time? we got about 30 seconds or so for the top or for the next break. Let's, uh, you know, I think that the cool thing, if you're a Christian, would be to say that uh, grapes are your... So I didn't. I didn't go there. I want to rebel against that a little. Yeah. But uh, no, it's a great. It's a great thought and uh, something we can dig a little deeper into if you want to. Yeah, I think the key is just for folks to. We'll step into it, but just to understand that, man, God has something for you. He's got a why. He's got fruit, yeah. and and He wants to see it born so that people will know Him. He's better than we we expect or imagine. That's right, man. Well, listen, we'll be back right after this for more of Wake Up Our Faith. Hey, I'm Matt Hamm, co-founder of Uprint, and I want to let you know about an exciting new course that we've created called The Spiritual Cleanse. We know that people want to uncover their why and live out God's purpose for their life. But the truth is, the circumstances and demands of life seem to bury us. The cleanse was created for the specific purpose of helping you break free from some of the spiritual strongholds so that you can learn to respond to your circumstances instead of being buried by them. Through a process of daily devotionals and exercises, you will learn how to become spiritually instinctive, get a fresh picture of who God is and who you are to Him. Go to www.uprint.life forward slash spiritual cleanse. That's www.youprint.life forward slash spiritual cleanse.
Hello and welcome back to another segment of Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. My name is Matt Ham, and with me is my good friend and partner, Kevin Adams, and we're here every Sunday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, we are uh, the co-founders of an organization called Uprint, and Uprint is all about helping people uncover their why, thrive in their gifts, and live the life of impact they were created for. And, and we see this as a way to kind of bridge the gap between faith and, and business, to bridge the gap between Sundays, uh, to bridge the kind of generational gap that we see in our culture. And, and all that starts with a conversation uh, about perspective and how we can begin to kind of wake up uh, our faith and therefore wake up our why as, as to what God is calling us to do. And so we've got a great list of resources for you guys at our site, uprint.life. That's Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E. Would love for you guys to go there, check that out. Uh, certainly you can get this uh, radio show on our podcast. Uh, it's on uh, iTunes as Wake Up Our Faith. But again, thank you guys for jumping back in. Kevin, before the, the break, we were talking about this idea of bearing fruit. Uh, we know if you've been in the church for any length of time, Jesus said bear fruit. And I think we pass that over uh, and say, oh, oh yeah, bear fruit. You made a great point of saying that fruit is born, not produced. It's not our effort to go, pop out, you know, fruit, uh, to pop out <laughs> obedience. It's not about right. man's effort. It's just about uh, becoming who God has created us to be. And, um, you know, something that we had a conversation about the other day, mm-hmm. you brought this up and you said, Matt, I, I, I think that there are too few brave people in the world. Mm. And it was like, man, mm. that, that's, that's profound, you know, like where are the brave people? And I think the, the, the world has, has kind of hijacked that word bravery, you know, um, yeah. to be about standing up for me and for my, you know, whatever. But, right. but, but you know, talk about bravery as it relates to our gifts, you know, as it relates to the fruit concept, um, to be brave in becoming that expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think that uh, <clears throat> kind of what was on my mind the other day, and it's, it's not a new thing, but uh, it is this idea that uh, we have to stand up for God. You know, now he he's not an old lady. We we got to help him across the road, kind of stand up for him, right? Yeah. So it reminds me of that that Dumb and Dumber. He's like, I was robbed by a sweet old lady on a motorized cart. That's not God. Yeah, he doesn't. You know, it's 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 more uh, it's more along the lines of um, honoring what he's done. Mm. In other words, God made genius in each of us. He doesn't make junk. And uh, and we've got to honor that. And honoring that takes bravery because most people, and they don't realize it, are um, um, uh, uh, kind of push against that. In other words, you hear these things over and over again, and you hear them in parents, you hear them in uh, just folks with, with some authority in, in one area or another. Uh, don't get your hopes up, mm. right? We've talked about that. Yeah. Uh, and you hear that over and over. Hey, don't get your hopes up. Mm. Um, you know, you know this kind of thing where it's uh, you don't want to. Uh, you want to stay safe. In other words, keep yourself safe and secure and comfortable. Mm. Now that goes against everything we see in Scripture. Yeah. So either we believe what we see in Scripture. Or we don't. And if we do, then we have the call to action to live that out. And the and the wonderful thing is, is God does the heavy lifting. We just have to have a willing heart. So the bravery part comes in when we're tested 
Mm. And we have to begin to see with the eyes of our heart. We have to let the Spirit of God lead us. We have to be intimate with Him, and we have to make tough decisions based around that instead of logic. And a lot of times logic will line up with it, but uh, most of the time it it, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, and uh, so anyway, bravery is a it's about becoming upside down in your thought process, doing things the opposite way. And that can be a small thing, like helping somebody that maybe doesn't deserve it, mm. just in the name of Jesus or, uh, you know, a big thing. <laughs> Forgiving somebody you don't feel like forgiving. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But uh, God always honors that. He rewards that. But the, the biggest thing, the biggest way to glorify God, in my view, is is to be brave, to step into your trust for him because you're saying hey i trust you and and not only do did you make me and save me but you have uh you've created a purpose and built me to to carry it out in this moment yeah. what an honor so most people won't do that because they're worried about a bill or you know whatever and it's just it's like man that's a spirit of fear that's not wisdom yeah one of the things you talk about getting your hopes up, you know, I think, I mean, as a father to four kids, you know, I always want to cultivate hope in my kids. And my, my son, Matthew's really excelling in basketball, as are my twins. And so, you know, that, that sports, those types of things, you know, yeah. we want to encourage them, man, you can do whatever, because, you know, I want, to, right. I want to play this, I want to do that. You, you can do whatever it is you want to do, man. You can be whoever it is you want to be, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to work hard, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But if God's put it on your heart, man, yeah, you got to go. And we tell our kids that, right? But at some point in time, we, like, get grown up and we're like, don't get your hopes up. Yeah. To each other. You know yeah, what I mean? And that's uh, not really anything grown up about that in, in the spiritual world. Um, it's it's actually pretty, uh, it's it's just, it, I don't know, it just really bugs me to, to hear that because it, it just tears people down. And they don't know, people don't know they're doing it. It's yeah. not a people being ugly. It's just, it's just a mantra. Yeah. Don't get your hopes up, you know? Yeah. What? God says, get your hopes up. Let's go. That's a whole different way to look at life. And there are days where you don't feel like it, right? It's yeah. it's tough. You, you get down, you have a spin out, <laughs> you complain. There are those days. You know, we even complain about the people we love sometimes. But, you know, the big thing is what mode are you in? Mm. Yeah, and, and that's a that's an important thing, mode. Mode right. is mindset. You know, I, I was doing some yard work at the house the other day and, and kind of pulling some grass runners out of the flower bed. Some kind of my hands and knees. It's hot, you know, and you're getting these grass runners out. And something hit me, man, is that I wonder how many people are working from a why. How many people are working from a why instead hmm. of for a paycheck? Hmm. Yeah, it's another... Um what I would consider an unscriptural view of adulthood is you're responsible now when you do all the right things, you have a job and you're paying your bills. All those are good things and they sound good, but uh, that's not the reason you're alive. Um, You know, you have lungs and God gave you breath. So uh, he gave you a stomach. So he's going to give you food because he's not, He's not the author of confusion, nor is he mean. Um, so you carry that out through your whole life. That's why Jesus said, you know, <laughs> don't worry. I mean, worry is a sin, essentially. Yeah. So, you know, worry is just as much of a sin as going down to the strip club. 
Mm-hmm. Well, next time you worry, start thinking about it that way. We don't have the right to worry because God is better than we think he is. But when we start to see him as a father, um, it, it, it really helps get a different perspective about his feeling toward us. And, uh, you know, we, we need to live for him, but he wants to live through us. And those two things go together. But, man, it's it's the greatest adventure there is. And it's just, but you have to be brave in order to see it. You have to, it's just like The Matrix. I mean, that was a great movie to help yeah. kind of depict what that's like. Um, but you gotta you gotta go through some things to to actually start seeing it to experience God rather than just quote scripture. You know, we talked about this a, a while ago with Neo in the Matrix. He took the red pill. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and of course, your book, The Extravagant Fool, is this bright red cover. And we <laughs> yeah. we talked about that being right. being the red pill. And and I think yeah. one of the things for us as you print man is the common heart is to take the red pill. Absolutely. Like, let's go down this rabbit hole and see how far into Wonderland yeah. we can actually get, you know, um, to, to yeah. use Morpheus's words there. But I think that's the, that's the idea, is that faith and God and this whole idea and construct of Christianity is bigger than this Sunday box that so often it falls into. Yeah. And we got to dive down the rabbit hole. We got to say, let's, let's really press into this. Like, if you believe mm-hmm. in God— do you believe him? Do you use that yeah. as your marker to say, right. let's press in? So a lot of people saying, well, how do you, you know, how do you guys talking about your why? You're talking about, you know, don't get your hopes. Like, where do I begin? I, I think, man, press in. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, step. <clears throat> yeah, you, we've got to learn to develop our intimacy. Uh, another way to look at it is it's better to develop your listening skills than your intellect mm. um, or your wealth. If you can hear God's voice, if you can learn to follow that, stand on the Word, know the Word, understand it, dig into it, hunger for it, stand on it like a road, like your bedrock, but be moved along by the Spirit, um, then you're the wealthiest person on earth. Mm. You know, here's the thing about wealth is is uh, every day that goes by, you, you're a day closer to going home, wherever mm-hmm. home is for you, so your value increases. Um, we can talk about it when we come back. Guys, thanks so much for listening on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. This is Wake Up Our Faith with Matt Ham and Kevin Adams. We're here every single Sunday at 1 p.m. You guys hang tight. We will be back after these messages. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest-growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life.
Hello and welcome back to another segment of Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. You're listening to Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. My name is Matt Hamm, and with me is Kevin Adams, and we are here every single Sunday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. to talk about the craziness of walking by faith and uh, and stepping in and mm-hmm. seeing what that might look like. And so, Kevin, just before the the break, there we were talking about this idea of true wealth, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a, that's a big uh, a big interesting bag. So I want to dive into that a little bit the, about true wealth and and as it relates to kind of stepping into faith and bravery and so forth. Um, and you had a thought. I just wanted to let you uh, continue to expound upon that. Sure. Yeah. Well, I guess the thought was that. Uh... Um, if you're <clears throat> every day that passes, you're a day closer to uh, going home and whatever that looks like for you. So it doesn't matter how much money you have or resources or what what it, it, that becomes irrelevant as each day passes, more and more irrelevant. I'm not saying you you, you can't use it or or any of that kind of stuff. I'm saying that you know if if you've got one day left, what will you do with it? And, uh, you know, there's, there's some interesting ideas out there about, you know, live every day as your last and some songs and whatnot. But I think what we need to do is, is retool that a little bit or recalibrate that to be uh, live every day as if it belongs to God. And if it does, if you truly are a vessel and wanting and allowing him to live through you, then the fruit will be born. But, uh, I think it's really, really, and I and I live through this, so I understand it um, uh, very well. Um, you know, had had uh, done very, very well in life, and and you know, have created several companies and and had a lot of success. But uh, uh, I, you know, I found that uh, none of that satisfied that thing in me, and so ultimately, to find satisfaction, I had to lose everything and and have catastrophic failure in just about every area of my life. And it wasn't just that one time. I mean, I've been going through this my entire life in different seasons. Now, we all do in different capacities, but what you do with that is you look at it and you get to this place in life, and I'm I'm 51 now, and what I can see is, wow, this thing's flying by. Mm. I was talking about the song Roxanne by the police the other day, and it, it was 40 years ago that that song came out. Almost 40 years ago. It came out in 78. So we're almost, uh, 2018 will be 40 years. You think about that. Now, this thing is flying by. So what I'm saying is, no matter what I have or don't have, the most valuable thing I have is every day, each day. And the more that they pass, the more in demand they are, the fewer there are, the higher the value. So, you know, instead of taking some 90-year-old guy and putting him out to pasture, that dude has some wealth, some resource, some wisdom, and uh, the most valuable thing he can do is take each day and pour that out into somebody else, and that's that's worth more than a million dollars or whatever you want to plug on into that. So accumulation is our is our benchmark in in America in the West. Accumulate, accumulate. That means you're successful. Um, you know, have a bestseller means you're a great author. Well, it's not true. I mean, Kim Kardashian can have a bestseller. Does that make her a great author? No. She's wealthy. Does that make her, you know, spiritually more aware than you or I? No. So it's not about that stuff. So what we want to do by saying being 
be brave is to begin to value your time, begin mm. to value what God is doing in your life. Quit waiting on him to do something major, you know, some big wealth transfer or whatever, and start stepping into who you are. And he'll do the rest. Kevin, what would you say to somebody who says, why should I give God a chance? Well, I think the first thing I would do is answer that with a question. Do you truly believe God? Do you believe there is one, and do you believe him? And if the answer is yes, then you kind of go down this, you kind of box yourself in. I mean, if you do believe, then what do you believe? You know, you, you kind of get to this point where you have to actually step into all the things you're saying yes to. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's just not enough to simply quote Abraham or Peter or or all these heroic people. Yes, they were regular people. No, they weren't perfect, but they are they are showing us a piece of a, a, a of Jesus. You know, Jesus was perfect, obviously. But we've got to quit just qu- all scriptures God breathed. We've got to quit quoting this stuff and going back to our daily grind of accumulation and yeah. You know, this is all life is about acting one way. I mean, one of the greatest things that ticked off the Lord was hypocrisy. So, so what do you truly believe? Um, if, if you, you, you've got to give God a chance if you believe he's real, if you don't, then that's, you know, that's your business. Go to the beach, whatever. Yeah. You know, so, so, so there's a gap between how we're actually living and maybe the convictions that we would say with our mouths. I think there's a gap, and and uh, most people don't see that there's a gap. So how so so if if how do we begin to define that gap? I guess as a, as a Christian person who recognizes the the tension, the struggle, uh, you know, the development of faith and the strengthening of their faith and pressing in and stepping in the bravery thing we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. How do people begin to bring that gap into focus and 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 say, okay, mm-hmm. there's a gap. Like how how, how yeah. does that? Well. Get a copy of Learning to Feel the Word. <laughs> there you go. Walks through that pretty good. Uh, but, um, yeah, you know, you, you've got to just acknowledge that you got to go back to square one and, and, and really acknowledge what you believe. You, it, you have to recalibrate your compass continually. And that's why we need to be in the Word. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not meant to be a chore. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be a filter uh, through how we live life. Um, in other words, think of it as a door to God's personality, to his existence, to his ways of doing things. It opens everything up. And uh, it's kind of like that cable car idea, you know, we talked about. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it, You kind of attach it to the wire when you're studying, and then God begins to speak to you. Now, the cool thing about the Spirit is the Spirit will talk to you about you personally. I mean, it doesn't say, Matt, go be a guitar player in Scripture, but God may put that on your heart. Right. So you've got to have both. But when you do that, you will find yourself doing things that don't make sense to a lot of people. And how do you know that that's right? Well, you've got precedent set through Scripture. These people were brave. They were called lunatics. They were looked at goofy. And, you know, the people on the side may have clapped them on and said, well, we don't want to offend. And, but these people were brave. And they're my heroes. And, uh, you know, when I lost everything after years and years of working for it, I killed myself to make what I had. And I did great. But uh, once it was gone, I finally recognized that, man, all this stuff's worthless. Mm. It's awesome to use it, 
But the main thing, the greatest wealth I can have is to truly learn how to hear him and to follow him because whatever he wants me to do, if I step into that, it'll satisfy my heart and he'll provide the way and it'll please him. And man, there's nothing better than that. But time's flying. And so what happens is a lot of men and women find themselves approaching 70 years old. Mm. They've got a life of comfort, but so what? They got to give it away to somebody. I mean, you know, it's it's just there's no legacy attached to that. We're talking about changing people's lives, not just feeding them something, but transforming their life. Eradicating spiritual poverty is a hundredfold over physical poverty. Mm. But we just ignore that. And we like to put shoes on people. And they need it. But we need to change their hearts and help them understand who they are, that they're a genius God created. Man, when you start doing that for people, that's what changes a city. That's what changes culture. Yeah. And that's what that's what you print's all about. Well, and that's that you think about the word legacy and you think about the, the dynamics of like leaving a legacy and you think about this idea of why am I actually here and what am I doing with my days? Mm-hmm. You know, I think about the prayer of Moses in Psalm. It says, Teach me to number my days mm-hmm. so that I may gain a heart of wisdom. When we when we number our days, when we're intentional about recognizing that gap, you know, and understanding, you know, and stepping in, then it has this capacity to to grant us the very wisdom of God, which there is nothing greater than that. Right. You know, it's the wisdom of the one that created all That's things. Right. And so as we number our days, as we become intentional, as we step in, as we choose to humble ourselves, mm-hmm. we are granted the very wisdom of God. And that's what right. unpacks that why. That's what unpacks that thing, that, right. that that burning desire inside of us that cannot be quenched in any mm-hmm. other way with any other resources than doing what it is that God has put you here to do. Yeah, that's right. And and that's the thing that gives you confidence and keeps you from compromising. Um, and I think that's the biggest asset I have, aside from maybe a little wisdom, is is I'm not, I won't compromise. Mm. And uh, it, what that does is that keeps you from anything in the world having power over you. Yeah. So I'm not bragging about it. I'm saying that's yeah. something I've learned through the through the hard knocks of suffering, and praise God for it. Yeah, because now you got that Tom Petty thing going on, right? <laughs> I won't back down. <laughs> I love that's it. That's right. Well, that's for my papa, though. That's Ain't right. for me. Ain't Ain't for, for him. That's right. Man. I won't back down. I'll stand my ground. He deserves it. For the Lord. I love it. Guys, you're listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. We will be back right after this. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters. And that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given uprint. Think of it this way. God wants to leave his fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life. Hey, 
Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. This is Matt Hamm and Kevin Adams, and we are on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. We're here every Sunday, guys, uh, to the city of Wilmington and the surrounding area. We love you guys. We're so excited to be on the air. Uh, To those that tune into our podcast on iTunes, wherever you are, we are glad that you're spending some time with us. This is a conversation between two real dudes about real faith in the middle of real life and how we begin to thrive in who we are for our Father, this is not about some four-step plan, some process, some pill that you take, a quick fix. This is about pressing into the God that created you and understanding who you are called to be in this world. And uh, Kevin, you know, we've had a great conversation today about bravery, um, about uh, bearing fruit and what that looks like and and how uh, the time is ticking. Mm That's the that's the alligator from it's, you know uh, Peter Pan. Matt sound effect. But <laughs> <clears throat> the, the, the beautiful thing is, is that time is ticking. The clock is coming. Yeah. And well, and God says this. Look, it's a vapor, and and I think the older you get, the quicker and easier it becomes to recognize that God wasn't kidding. Yeah. It's for real. It's done. You know. And so so you got to start thinking in terms of generations. Yeah. So you know when you when you are. <clears throat> When you are about to make a decision, <clears throat> I'm not talking about which donut to eat. You know, whatever. I, mean, I don't think God cares. He wants you to eat because He loves you, um, and and you get choices right. But but uh, when you're when you're about to make a decision, uh, and, and you want to be led by the Spirit through that decision, not logic, not common sense, not wisdom of the world. But, uh, you know, like it says in Corinthians, you know, if you think you're wise by the standards of this age, you better become a fool. And that's why I named my book The Extravagant Fool. You've got to really look at things in a different way. You've got to consider, uh, you know, how God sees it from a heaven to earth point of view. Yeah. And that takes some practice. But God will illuminate that mystery to you if you just step into that. But that's... It takes bravery. It takes yeah. stop watching all the movies and the news and all that gunk. Yeah. You know. Well, one of the things that, uh, you know, our heart is to bridge this gap. You know, we keep saying bridge the gap, bridge the gap, bridge the gap. I mean, that's that's really the heart of Uprint is to help people bridge that gap between Sundays, between faith and business. And you, know, you talk about this time, you know, clock ticking, you know, the days are the days are numbered right. and, and it's getting more and more precious. Um, you know, one of the things that, that you and I both felt, Kevin, um, when we first started this many, many I guess two years ago now, really pressing into each other is we, it seems like two days. I know it's so fast, but, but we had this this vision of of being able to to stand up and in, in this city and and speak and share this vision and and just a a challenge to people to say like right. you know come on man like and and ladies uh, let, mm-hmm. let let's let's move let's press in to who God really is and what He's really calling us to do and let's make Wilmington look a little bit more like heaven. And and let's begin to kind of press in. Sure. And and so you know, I, I just wanted to talk about our event. Mm-hmm. We're having our first uh, live event. Uh, you know, we've been at uh, uh, mm-hmm. Live Oak Bank. You know, uh, the past three quarters. Yeah. Really working there. Yeah, it's been great. Love those very folks. friendly environment. Yeah, and love those folks. And and the cool thing was is there was always this idea of like what would this looks like outside. You know. Yeah. And so now we we have kind of entered into this uh, arena with the Bridge Church off of Market Street mm-hmm. and. They're gracious enough to open their doors, their facility. So this Wednesday night, Kevin, uh, August 30th, uh, we are going to be at the Bridge Church for Crazy for the City. 
Yeah. Um, and, and just to tell folks that are listening in the Wilmington area and beyond, like, you know, give them a little bit of a, a paint a picture about what this is about from your perspective and, and kind of uh, what's leading up to it. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people don't know my history and, and it take too long to get into it now. But I think the, the, the core of this is, and I'm coming from that place. Uh, and what I was going to say a minute ago, too, ties in with this is the we've got to think about what's going to matter in a hundred years, what's going to matter in a thousand years. We've got to think generally, generationally. Um, we've got to think about our children and their children mm-hmm. and so on. And uh, so if you look at David, what mattered in David's life? Well, that, that doesn't go away. I mean, that's an eternal throne, and that's what it says in Scripture. So, so we've got to think that way in, these, in, these, in applying our gifts and where that intersects with you know, the burden, the things that we, we feel like we've got to solve or we've got to be a part of. Sure. So about the city, a city, um, the Scripture focuses heavy on cities, you know, and cities are, are, are like many nations. So we're supposed to go disciple nations. So what we want to do is we want to, I guess the bottom line would be the simple thing is, you know, like saying Jesus saves, end of story, right? Well, there's more to it than that. So uh, we want to eradicate spiritual poverty, and it's doable. Yeah. And so if, if we can help people elevate their spiritual health, all of these other things will fall into place. Mm. You know, all the crime, uh, racial tensions, um, the schools, everything begins to work when you live not just for the Lord, but when you let him live through you, which is a deeper thing. It's going from being a saved servant to sanctified son, and that's the sanctification process that happens in discipleship. So anyway, bridging the gap between Sundays, what we want to do is we want to connect the marketplace, mm. brave companies that are willing to open their doors to faith you know, as a, as a way to develop better employees and better system. And we want to connect that with the, with the hungry churches, the, the willing churches. You know, we're not associated or affiliated formally with any of these guys. We just have a heart to connect it and say, guys, tear down the walls. If you're a Christian, then you're in. you got to live this way. Your days are numbered, and they're going by fast. What are you going to do about it with what you have? Mm-hmm. Bring what you have. That's, that's what the church looks like. It's not a building over there, you know, in an oil painting. Yeah, okay, that's a local expression of a church, and it's great. Go there. You know, enjoy it, worship, all that stuff. Go where you're led. But that's not the church. The church is every day, and it's you and me. It's who we are and anybody out there who calls themselves a Christian. So it's time to step into that, dedicate your business to it, dedicate your heart, your gifts, everything, and God will use that if you're brave enough to do it. So when people say, you know, get your hopes down (laughs) or don't get your hopes up or you know, well, you can't do that, or, you know, that's that's impossible. You just point them to Scripture. You know, it's, it's like a pop-up store, right? Mm-hmm. Pop that thing open and, and keep on living out what our legacy is. Our legacy is to stand on the shoulders of the people in Scripture. Yeah. Or or even further, on the on the Spurgeons and the Billy Grahams. And, and uh, you know, those folks, they're, they're just people. But yeah. they, they stepped in, and they changed culture. And you can, and we've talked about this before, but you can apply it to like Steve Jobs and anybody. I'm not calling him a Christian. I'm saying he changed culture. Yep. And so that's what we want to do with this event. We want to start a movement here 
for brave people to elevate the spiritual health of this community. Yeah. And that, and that to me, man, is just, it's so, oh, it's just, it's, it's something that's been on my heart for so many years that I haven't had the capacity to really articulate, you know, and, and you kind of navigate what that looks like and you're walking and you're pressing into the Lord or whatnot. And then all of a sudden it's just boom, you know, like here it is, like, this is it. And just yeah. to help people kind of wake up that, that why right. and, and, and start to begin living from this, this place of, uh, of sonship yeah. instead of longing for, you know, one of the things that I so get frustrated about is that like heaven's not something we have to wait for. It's not this like, Oh, woe is me. I'm right. this poor little pitiful, like one day yes. off in the blue yonder. No, it's now. Right. The kingdom is near. Like we are sons, we're heirs. If right. you read what Paul wrote, Paul said it is the spirit that is in us that empowers us to be heirs in the kingdom. Right. We have the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And so right. we got to go right now. We got to yeah. step in. And that's what this is about. It's right. just speaking that out and encouraging folks and, and saying, mm-hmm. come along. Well, it, it is then, but it's also now. Right. It's both. And and that's the thing is we got we don't need to hunker down and wait for rapture, <laughs> you know that's uh, we need to get to work. But the way you work is you labor to enter his rest. You become a tool in his hand instead of groveling for God to take care of you or trying to strive to do it yourself. Yeah, you got to let go of all that and begin to be moved by the heart with a renewed mind in the mind of Christ. And if you do that, God will He will take you to amazing heights and deliver through you, you know, he'll solve a problem. He'll change something in your community or people that cross your path. Yeah. And that's, man, that's what being a Christian's about. And that's on Wednesday night, guys. We're going to start talking about this. We're going to have a conversation about it. It's at the Bridge Church at 2101 Market Street, Wednesday, August 30th at 6 p.m. Um, you guys can check out more. There's a Facebook uh, post about it, a Facebook uh, event. There's also an event on eventbrite.com. You can email us, info at uprint.life, and we'd be happy to connect with you. But Wednesday night, we really hope you guys would would take the chance and uh, and step into this with us. Be brave. Be brave. Come on. Let's go. Guys, thank you so much for listening today. This is Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. We are here every Sunday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. for this conversation about faith, encouraging you to step in. Let's go. Let's change this city for the kingdom of God. Y'all have a great day.